Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about rotator cuff tears. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerodefinals.com slash tears or in the orthopedic surgery section of the Zero to Finals surgery book. So let's get straight into it. Rotator cuff tears refers to injury to the tendons of the rotator cuff muscles. The tendon may be partially or fully torn. Tears of the rotator cuff can occur due to an acute injury, for example a fall onto an outstretched hand, or due to degenerative changes with age. They may be related to overhead activities such as playing tennis or overhead construction work. Let's start by talking about the basic anatomy. The rotator cuff is made of four muscles, each with a specific action at the shoulder, and you can remember these muscles with the mnemonic SITS, S-I-T-S. S for supraspinatus, which abducts the arm, moving the arm outwards away from the body. I for infraspinatus, which externally rotates the arm. T for teres minor, which also externally rotates the arm and S for subscapularis, which internally rotates the arm. Let's talk about the presentation. Rotator cuff tears may present either with an acute onset of symptoms after an acute injury, or with a gradual onset of symptoms. Patients typically present with shoulder pain and weakness and pain with specific movements that relate to the site of the tear. For example, pain and weakness during abduction of the arm with a supraspinatus tear. Patients may find it difficult to get comfortable at night due to the pain in the shoulder and this disrupts sleep. Next let's talk about the investigations. X-rays will not show soft tissue injuries such as rotator cuff tears. They may be helpful in excluding bony pathology such as osteoarthritis or a shoulder dislocation. Ultrasound or MRI scans can be used to diagnose a rotator cuff tear. Finally, let's talk about management. Patients with degenerative rotator cuff tears may be managed conservatively, particularly where there is an increased risk of complications from surgery. Active or young patients and those with an acute or full thickness tear are more likely to be managed with surgery. Surgery may be used where physiotherapy fails. The non-surgical options are rest and adapted activities, analgesia, for example, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or NSAIDs, and physiotherapy. There are many options for surgical management depending on individual factors. The main option is arthroscopic rotator cuff repair, where the tendon is reattached to the bone during an arthroscopy, which is keyhole surgery. So thanks for listening to this episode on rotator cuff tears. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for editing the podcast. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about shoulder dislocation.